Ready? Okay. Crazy. <laughs> Drama. Welcome to the second episode of Taco with Taco. My name is Ashley Taco, and today I have a very special guest, um, my <laughs> my best friend out of the womb, and a really good veterinarian. <laughs> not real, not yet, not yet. But you put your hands together. For Shayna Thomas. Yay! That's me. I'm Shayna. Um, I'm Ashley's yes. cousin. So that's how we're out of the womb. We are not siblings for oh. those of who don't know us. Yeah, that, she was out of a different womb. Yeah, we were out of like related wombs. Mm. Well, <laughs> okay, so my dad and her mom are siblings. Yeah. So like in- not really. in-law wombs. In-law wombs, yes. But wombs. Tell the people... About yourself. So, I go to Oklahoma State University. Go Pokes. I'm pretty sure everyone who watches this pretty much goes to a Yeah. So <laughs> but I go to Oklahoma State. I'm a senior this year, so that's cool. I want to be a veterinarian. That is something that pretty much I've wanted to do since I was a child. Hence, she said I'm the best veterinarian. That's not yet. <laughs> um, I have In the future. Yeah. So that's the, the hope, the goal, the plan. But yeah, me and Ashley been super close since we were wee little things. Tight like this. You can't see. Yeah, but, but we're like holding the fingers together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we besties. So we. I thought she was the perfect guest. For the first special guest. <laughs> I'm blushing. Um, I do have the, um, what's the word? Well, you know, like, when you, like, christen things? No? The, like... Like a cheers? A toast? Uh, sure. You did this with your drinks. So I <laughs> no, I was just being dramatic. Um, I have the, like, the Red Bull. Yeah, it's like <laughs> when they open the Olympics and they light those fires. Yeah, light the firing Red Bull. It's just a Red Bull. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. <gasps> How satisfying. Wow. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. First of all, I just wanted to say that recently Shayna got a really bad choppy chop on her uh. hand, <laughs> and um, I asked her. I desperately wanted her to let me do the podcast while I was cutting her hair, and she said no. Okay. Here's my biggest issue with that: is first, I don't. No, because, so it is a really bad chop. Like, it definitely should be fixed, but I'm too scared to fix it. It's not that bad. It's just, like, the layers is, like, one, two, three, and there's no, like, transition between the layers, you know? Yeah, like, so essentially what I wanted, I was going for some layering in the front, you know, something cute, and then, um, I didn't get that. Uh, (laughs) I got, well, I got layers, sort of. You got something um so basically i have like relatively long hair not quite as long as ashley's but it's like long ish so my first layer is really thick (laughs) um it's a thick layer and it's the shortest one and it goes to like my chin 
And then the next one's, like, all the way down to my <laughs> shoulder, like, below my shoulder area. And then there's the last one that's, like, at my rib cage. So it's essentially, like, a staircase, but, like, upside down. So, like, it has the little, like, blocks sort of situation. It's not the best. Um, but I feel like it's easily fixable, and she's just so scared that if anyone touches it, they're going to make it worse. My issue is she's too excited to fix That's it. That's true. I'm really she's excited. She's too excited. And but, for those of you that know Ashley, oh. she has a too much gene. Ah. <laughs> so when she's excited like that, I just okay. feel like she's going to be like, I'm not going to chop. I'm not going to have any air. <laughs> so I, have, I find issue with that. And I'm also graduating in December, so therefore, within this semester and by December, I'm going to have to take, like, grad pictures. These are pictures I will want to look back on my entire life. They're going to be in my house. I'm an only child, so my picture is (laughs) just full of pictures of me. And I don't want that if it's a really bad haircut. It's already bad, but, like, worse. I would take small steps to, like, make it, like, a little choppy chop, and then we look at it, and then go a little further. Because you don't have the balls to tell <laughs> to tell the person cutting your hair if you don't know them. Hey, I don't like what you're doing right now. I told her! Oh, you did? Yes! Okay, but Shada's also the type of person to, like, not be able to order things at restaurants, so I... But I do it! <laughs> if you have to. Yeah! Yeah. If I don't have to, why would I? Well, like, if you don't have to, you force somebody else to. Yeah. So I force her to. She doesn't yeah. like to do it either. I so don't. I don't know why she's talking all this talk. But I do it I for other people. It. For other people. You would never do it for me. I might. Uh, we're no. having a bad day. <laughs> I, I don't think so. You have too much social anxiety. I do have that. I'm like the kind of person that can go to like Chick-fil-A. And I mean like at this point when you go to Chick-fil-A, they don't show you the menu anymore. No. They know that everyone knows what yeah. they have. I just want a spicy chicken sandwich combo. Yeah, but I will still be looking up at the menu and I'm like, let me get a... a." Like, I don't already know what I'm getting, like, three hours before I went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's just the awkward eye contact. Also, you, like, when we were... What? (laughs) When we were younger, you always... You had the eye contact issue Yeah, I don't like making direct eye contact with yeah. people as well people that i know like i'm looking at ashley right now it's fine right 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 right, right. and like in conversation i'll look at you but if i'm feeling any sort of anxiousness like especially going to a new restaurant or like a new place that i haven't been to before where i don't know the menu don't know the vibe yeah you don't step out of the comfort zone no i'm a very like this is what i know mm-hmm. therefore i will do it yeah but, yeah, like, those, when the waiter is like, hey, what do you need? I'm like, and I can't make eye contact with them. <laughs> There's other stuff, too. It's like, where else can I not make eye contact with people? Um, And pictures. That pictures, was- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can now. Now you can. This is, like, in my youth. Yeah, in our youth, we have pictures of her, but she's not staring at the camera. She's, like, staring off to, like, the person whoever <laughs> was, like. Like, trying to get us to smile off camera. <laughs> Don't. She's trying to act like she had the good picture. Or she was no, no. I did it. I was bawling in them. Yeah. So, it was basically me, her, and then her older sister, Anjali Tishy. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. And then, so basically, it'd be like the three of us. 
We had these shirts. They were brown. They said sisters. Or Did no, they? they didn't say sisters. The picture frame. The picture frame said sisters. <laughs> we just had matching brown shirts. Yeah, what did the shirts say? They That's said it. Oh, I think one of us had one that said something, but Butterfly. we didn't have... <laughs> Please, God, no. <laughs> it was something, you know, like, very, like, Justice 2007 I I think one of us had a shirt that was... Like a peace sign <laughs> something. <laughs> you mean like a graphic of like... No, like a... Oh, I forgot that existed. Yeah. Like the... That was tri- the fit. Triangle. No. Me and Ashley it? had lots of matching clothes. Didn't we? I can't recall one. <laughs> we would always go to Justice together and then we both had those monkey shirts. Oh my God. Oh yeah. The one that was like the... the com- your comforter. Yeah. Well, the bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I thought so. I thought he had a Paul very generic Frank? name for this, like, obscure For monkey. a monkey? Yeah. Please tell me no. I'm sure it's Paul Frank. Okay, I'm going to look up pictures. Paul Frank. Oh, Frank. he's the... Paul Frank. This? No. But yes, that's Paul <laughs> that Frank. Is... But I think... You're talking about the bubblegum monkey, right? Yes. I don't remember what that I one's name is. I thought he was also Paul Frank. I guess Paul Frank is a different I'm going to look up Bubblegum Monkey to find out. The funny thing now is I'm actually really afraid of monkeys. Really? Yeah, they're kind of scary. They are. I went, oh, well, I went, oh, Bobby Jack. Bobby Jack. Uh, Still kind of. Not great. Vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I went to Delhi and I watched monkeys rob, burgle. A woman. How? For her throat. Oh. I was like, they just grabbed her wallet. (laughs) (laughs) She had a bag of fruit. We were going somewhere, and then this lady had, like, a young son, and Mm. she had apple for him. Ipipiali for him. (laughs) And (laughs) and the monkey straight up snatched it. He burgled her. Oh, my God. Oh, so they're thieves. And also, they have lots of, like, disease. Monkey zoo? Yeah. Like, um, well, those are the, cousins, so... Yeah, so they, a lot of their diseases straight up, like, wipe us out. Oh. There's, like, that's why, like, Dr. Legrone could technically see a monkey if she wanted to. She's trained in exotics, mm-hmm. but she refuses to... Because someone called and was like, can I bring my pet monkey? And she was like, first of all, it's probably illegal, and I don't want to touch that. Oh. Illegal is, monkey. Is that... So pet, uh, monkey pets aren't allowed in you Texas? You have to have, like, a certain permit for it, but most people who have them don't. Mm. And they just, like, have these... Like, it's like all those stories of people that are like, oh, my tiger escaped. Like, the tiger that escaped in Houston, did you hear about that? Huh? At the beginning of the summer, it was, like, straight up Tiger King. Someone had a tiger in Houston, and it got out of their house and was just, like, roaming around. Is was how did they? I'm pretty sure they, they to, like, legally owned it. it. No, like it was a tiger that they had. What? I'm pretty sure like most of these people like get them as like babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> babies, right? Babies, cubs. Yeah, and so they like graze them. So uh-huh. that's the only reason they're not dead yet. But, like, eventually, they're going to be like, I want more than this piece of steak that you're giving me. Where is it? They want the entire human. And then they go berserk. And get the raw human. Do you remember that show on Animal Planet? It was, like, uncut and untamed. You didn't watch that? You weren't big on Animal Planet? I wasn't. I was all I watched Gator Boys. Is that what it was? Gator Boys. that one. Yeah, I watched that. Where they had that Gator Resort. It's not a resort, but reserve. 
<laughs> I don't know. But speaking of shows that we watched, <laughs> uh, recently I I mentioned in the last episode that Never Have I Ever was coming out, came out. We both binged it. First, let me just get your thoughts on the matter. <laughs> I was excited originally when I saw, like, back way back when, before season one came out, whenever yeah. it came out, you know, Mindy Kaling's writing this show. It's about, like, a brown girl. It's going to be on Netflix. All the brown girls of the world were like, finally. But yeah. then you watched it. And this is no shade to Mindy Kaling or the girl that plays Davy. Maya Tree, my Trey Ramakrishnan. Yeah. <laughs> That's her name, yeah. 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 Her. Uh-huh. This is no shade to either of them. Mindy Kaling, I think she's hilarious. Yeah, same. Like, I loved The Office, and she was, like, a big writer for a lot of those episodes. She's really funny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't really know much about the girl who plays Davy, but, you know, I'm sure she's great, and she does a good job acting. <clears throat> it's not, like, anything with them. I just think that this show is not what anybody was looking for for brown representation in, like, TV shows. I think my issue with the show just holistically was that it felt like it was, like, I mean, not an issue necessarily. I I understand the appeal of doing this, but I feel like they were trying to make a coming-of-age show, and the main character happened to be Indian, and then, like, the, uh, like the, the things that made her Indian played a part in things in her yeah. life. Um, but I didn't really, like, like that as much because I am I feel like what's relatable for me is that, like, oh, I'm not allowed to date and I don't date. <laughs> you know? So it didn't really feel like like I was watching me on screen when I saw her dating two men at once. Yeah. that There were a lot of things that were kind of unrealistic. It was like, yeah. if you're going to play up the brown household, mm-hmm. Everybody knows that in a brown household, there is no boy in your room. No. There is no sneaking in. No. There is no sneaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a lie for, like, and the brown youth. I got suspended from school. Ah! I would be shipped back to India immediately. Yeah. No like, way. None of that quite adds up. And then, the character of Davy is just not <laughs> great. Yeah. Like, I just think if I was looking for representation and I was like, you know, this is the girl who's representing my, or this is the character, not Mm -hmm. the girl. The actress is great. This is the character that is representing my culture, but she sucks. Yeah. She's a terrible character. Yeah. She's so mean. She's Mm -hmm. a horrible friend. (laughs) She's going through a lot, but like, she's a really bad friend. Yeah. Yeah. I like okay. That, that's also the thing. I feel like she did so much, and then they blamed it on like her grief, mm-hmm. and I hated that. Yeah. I will say that season two, though, like I, I guess I appreciated her messiness more because I like detached myself from her character. Mm-hmm. So like the first season when I was watching her messiness, I was like, I hate it. Like I can't relate to this at all. And the second season, I was like, I don't. I'm not really like trying to mm-hmm. to relate to her anymore. So like I don't really feel like a hatred toward the messiness because it's just entertainment now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think like the first season was definitely like started watching it, mm-hmm. got annoyed by it, needed to finish it. Yeah. And then the second season came out and I was like, I'm not excited to watch this. It's not the worst show ever. It's really not. No, it's I I think it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's like a you know, there's a plot line like 
it's good. Like, there's, like, things... It has good moments. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I was, like, super looking forward to watching. Yeah. On a scale of, like, Stranger Things to Kissing Booth, I would say it's, like, leaning towards Kissing Booth. Mm-hmm. But it's not out of the running, you know? The way that I forgot Kissing Booth. There's a three coming out. (laughs) Why? Because she has to decide between Harvard and Berkeley because those are the issues of Elle Evans. (laughs) How does Elle Evans get into Harvard and Berkeley? I don't know. It didn't really feel like she did anything but make a booth for kissing people. Yeah. It's just, is that part of her character arc? I think it is, but nobody was paying attention. And I think that other kid got into what, Stanford or something? Where does he go? Who? Harvard. He goes goes to Harvard. Harvard. She's picking between Lee and... What's the other dude's name? Her brother. His Noah. Brother. Noah. Yeah. She's picking between Lee and Noah in this movie. It's it's literally just like the, the to all the boys three, because mm-hmm. she was picking between oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. her dream school. She, it wasn't her dream school. So her, he was going somewhere. I forget where, but he's going somewhere. Stanford. Like, yeah. With his scholarship for Spart. Oh, lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. Sport here. Sport. yeah. Um and then she like takes some fantastical trip to New York. Yeah. And falls in love with NYU. And then she, it's that one song that plays the entire time like I don't remember how it goes but it's like will you be my beginning middle my end. <laughs> I thought it was dumb. What? Yeah. <laughs> will you be my <laughs> and it's like <laughs> beginning my middle my end. You're making this. No, I swear to God, did you watch the movie? Because what, yeah. as soon as I saw that song, I was like, this is so dumb. I don't remember the song. I don't it know. Happened. Honestly, I I wasn't crazy about this. I mean, this is another thing that I was like, I feel like I have to watch it, but I don't want to. Yeah. Because first she picked this, like, angsty teen over, <laughs> what is his name in the, the movie? Uh, you're, who are you talking about? In the second one, she's like picking between the two oh, guys. Oh, uh, John Ambrose McLaren. Yes, and he's a <laughs> yeah. sweetie boy. Yeah, and she goes with this lacrosse boy because and she's who, like been obsessed with him. He treated her so badly in the second one too. I felt like it was sending a very bad message to teens yeah, out there. Yeah, and I mean it's essentially the same thing as Never Have I Ever, where mm. there's two guys. Neither of them are great. I don't think. I don't think. Ben, so it's between Ben and. Explain. Explain your because I you were talking about this the other day, and I feel like I really understand your thought process and why you talk about or the way you talk about Paxton and Ben when you were like, like he's there, Ben doesn't do anything, and he's bitter. Oh, it was me. Yeah, I, but I don't remember what I said. Okay, so basically, because I was thinking, first of all, I for, I don't really like a Paxton for Davy. Mm-hmm. I like Paxton for me. Uh, yeah, I want her to not go for him so I can have him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, like, like the way that Paxton has treated her has been, like, exponentially better than the way Ben has treated yeah, her. Yeah, but she's, like, been obsessed with him for forever, so she's, like, always going to be trying to make this work. Yeah. But for what? Yeah. Yes. Because Ben... Like, they, like, hated each other all growing up. Yeah. And he's, like, not the cute boy or anything like that. And yeah. he's, like, just, like, always been, like, her competition mm-hmm. in school and stuff. So, are you team, you're team Paxton? I guess. I mean, honestly, I don't think either way is great. See, that's my other thing. Is like, I can't get into this show because I'm not, like, 
rooting for either. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. really, Davy? Like, girl, go find yourself. <laughs> I think she needs to be alone for a minute, but she she can't get out of her own way. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess she... The thing is, like, I get it. Like, she desperately wants to have, like, that high school experience with a guy. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, I'm going to do anything in my power to get it. Yeah. But... I mean, essentially, in the first season, she, like, goes to his house with the full intention of just being, like... Oh, want to hook up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, so out of nowhere. And she's like, you know what? I'm doing it. <laughs> and then they're like... I forgot. And, yeah. And they, like, totally, like, kind of breeze past it. They mention it, like, one time in the end of... In, like, the last episode of the second season. Mm-hmm. Whoever her narrator is, this tennis player. Yeah, I don't know him. I don't know him either. But then Gigi Hadid... Gigi Hadid showed up for Paxton's episode, Apparently yeah. that was a scandal. Because it was supposed uh-huh. to be, um, because I looked it up when Gigi, when it was like, hey, this is Gigi Hadid. I'm going to narrate this story of Paxton. Because she yeah. kind of like introduces herself at the beginning of the episode. It's like, yeah. I'm Gigi Hadid. I'm a model. I'm going to introduce Paxton. We have a lot in common because we're both pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot <laughs> like, that was Okay, it. Gigi. <laughs> and she was on like the poster on his wall or something. Yeah. yeah. And so, so. Gigi Hadid, and I was like, okay, is it actually the voice of Gigi Hadid? Yeah. I don't know what she sounds like, so I was like, oh, is it? that's what my sister was saying. She also doesn't know what Gigi yeah, Hadid sounds I like. I've never heard her speak before. Uh-huh. I've never, like, watched an interview of her or anything like that. So I was, like, Googling. I was like, okay, is it actually Gigi Hadid that's, like, narrating this, or did they just sort of find somebody? Uh-huh. And it was supposed to be Chrissy Teigen. Oh. But she did something or said something... Problematic. Yeah, problematic. And then Mindy Kaling switched them. Really? She, like, decided not to go that route and went with Gigi Hadid instead. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure it was probably something on Twitter. Her Twitter is really just too much. I know that she was, like, an... I, I don't think this is what it was, but I know that she was in hot water for, like... This picture that she posted on Instagram mm-hmm. where she was, like, half naked and, and w- I don't know her children's names. One of them was under her legs and then the caption was like, please get out of the way. Mommy's trying to be sexy or something like that. Chrissy. <laughs> and then everybody was like, please put it away. <laughs> so I know that people weren't liking her for that and I have not seen the face of her since. I know, oh, she had that, oh, the, um, she gave birth and the baby passed away. I don't know. Yeah, did you not hear about oh, that? no. Yeah, she carried for, I think, eight months. I don't think she it was full Did she have to have the baby? Yeah, she had oh, the baby. that's the worst. Yeah. I feel like that's gotta be, like, so traumatic. Like, yeah. Like, going through labor, uh-huh. knowing. It was, like, uh, end of 2020 or something like that. Mm, I feel like it was a sad. big thing, yeah. Poor Chrissy. Poor and Chrissy. John. And John. And mm. How many? have a little girl i'm pretty sure they also have a little boy so i'm thinking too maybe the majority thing i know about their life is uh. that john legend ate hot wings off of her <laughs> sorry that one picture <laughs> where she's like on a pool floaty and she's like uh-huh relaxing and then john legend's like in the pool like eating eating hot wings, hot wings. off of her butt <laughs> i didn't see that <laughs> that's like basically my full knowledge on them I watched that, um, do you know the Jimmy Fallon segment that he does where it's, oh, what is it called? It's like, it's like you read a question and you keep the question to yourself and then you just answer it. And if you don't, you either reveal the question and don't take a shot or you take a shot and then don't reveal the question. Okay. 
And so she played that game with him. It was like their test run or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it, they, one of the questions was like, where is the craziest place you've ever woken up? And then um, she said the gentleman's club. <laughs> I was like, Chrissy. <laughs> well, there's also, she's like on that flight list to, what's his name? Why am I forgetting? Describe Jeffrey. Him. Star? No, no. Oh. <laughs> It's like that documentary that came out and um Epstein. Yes, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. She, so he has like that whole island uh-huh. that like he like takes all the girls to and leaves them there and then like invites people. Have you not seen this? No, I haven't seen the documentary. Oh my god, you have to. Okay, it's, I really need to. I've been it's wanting so to. So crazy. So there's like I think it's a docu-series. Like there's like four episodes or something. Mm-hmm. And basically it goes in and there's, like, actual testimonials from, like, people that, like, went through all of this. And, like, some of the girls that he had, like, taken to this island and, like, left there. Yeah. And, like, these girls... So basically this island is full of, like, underage girls. And, like, Prince Charles is, like, the next in line to be Mm -hmm. his brother, Andrew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh uh So he's been to this island and has been seen um, by, like, there's, like, multiple girls that live, like were at this island and they've all like said that he was there. There's people that have worked there that said mm. that Prince Andrew was there with like underage girls. Mm. And um like these girls like it's so sad. Like they like get taken here, left there. There's no way out. They're basically like tracked. So this girl she tried to like jump off the island and like swim away oh. to somewhere cuz she was like I didn't know what else to do. They found her as she was about to jump, and she was like, "Honestly, I would have rather died trying to." Oh, jeez. Yeah. So Chris. So basically, there's a flight list of uh-huh. all these people that have gone to this island. There's like a lot of people on there that are <laughs> yeah. really like questionable, like like famous people. Uh-huh. Like Donald Trump is on it. Oprah, yeah. I think, is on it. Then John Legend and Chrissy Teigen are on it. Hmm. So that sketch. Wait, did that come yeah. out recently? Is that maybe the reason? Well, no, that came out kind of around when that documentary came out, like a little bit oh. before that. That was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. So then, because pe- like the documentary kind of drew a lot of attention to like what was going on on this island and like what it was, because I don't think anyone really understood what it was yeah. until they actually like took a plane there and like went around the island and then like got testimonials from people that like were forced to live there and things like that uh-huh. and like people that worked there. Because it was, like, all these people that worked there, they were, like, you know, it's so bad and I knew what was going on. But people would try to say things and, like, death threats from Jeffrey Epstein. Because he has so much money that it's, like, he could definitely hire someone to kill you and then never get caught. Yeah, and just make it disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, this one girl, she was, like, one of the people that he would always, he, like, took her to all these places. He introduced her to Prince Andrew Mm. and, like, all of these things. And then she finally kind of, like, got away from him, and he was basically like, you know, if you tell anybody, like, I would watch out for your family. Oh, God. Yeah, her, him and his, like, partner, in quotations, like, not really. Her yeah. name's, it starts with a G. Ghislaine Maxwell. So that's, like, his partner. And so I'll, she would bring a lot of the girls to him. Because, you know, people are more sussed out of, like, an old guy than they are of, like, (laughs) a woman. And so, basically, she left, and then Ghislaine Maxwell would, like, send her pictures of, like, outside her front door and, like, 
they would send her stuff. Like, she kept moving around because she was like, okay, I need to go somewhere there where they can't find me. Mm-hmm. And then every time, she said that every time she thought she was safe, like, a package would arrive. Or Ghislaine Maxwell would be, like, sending her photos of, like, the outside of her house or something like that. Like, it was, like, just something, you know, you know you're never safe. Yeah. Like, I will find you wherever you go. That's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. You need to watch that documentary. Yeah, It's a very well-done documentary. Mm-hmm. And it's just so crazy to know all that stuff that happened. And it goes through, like, how it kind of started. Because um, it started, like, at his, like, private residence. Then mm-hmm. it went to this, like, big island and all these people that were involved in it. And then finally into his trial where he was dead. Yeah. And that's kind of where... And people had kind of theorized what they think might have happened. Yeah. Because obviously something happened. Yeah. So. Because I, I always knew it was, like, a, um underage girl's type thing. I didn't know, like, the extent of it or anything, yeah. though. He had, like, a whole island yeah. full of girls. Have you seen the R. Kelly documentary? Or docuseries? No, I, I need that to. That is interesting. The thing is, I feel like it, there's similar things, but obviously R. Kelly is not renting on an island, but he has, like, a house and yeah. nobody's doing anything about these victims in there, you mm-hmm. know? Because he's, like, brainwashing them. And it's, it's totally insane because you, like, hear the testimonials from people who, like, were there and, like, realized they were brainwashed and, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It just doesn't, like, you don't think that it could ever happen to you, but mm-hmm. I feel like no one ever thinks that, and yeah. it happens, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, like, ultimately what, how these girls ended up going there in the first place was they were, like, teenage girls don't have any, like, money. So yeah. then they were like, oh, if you come work, Gillian Maxwell would be like, oh, if you come work for me, like, we do massages. And then they would walk in, and mm-hmm. it would be way more than that, and then she'd be like, well... Um, they'd be like, I don't like this, like, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, okay, well, I'll let you go. Just, I'll pay you this much money if you send someone else. Oh. hmm And so that's how they would get all these girls. Throw other people under the bus. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That's kind of awful, though. hmm Yeah. On a lighter note. Yeah. <laughs> so I released the podcast yesterday. And we're recording today because Shayna is leaving in... Three days. Four days. Yeah. Three three or four days. Yeah. Um, she's going back to um, Stillwater. So we had to, like, get on this before she leaves. Um, but we wanted to watch Black Widow together, and we didn't get the opportunity to since she's so busy. Um, but one thing we did watch was Loki. However, I did not. Um, I did, Well, I did. But I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have one episode left. And I've been meaning to watch it, but I just haven't had the time. So I was like, you know what? Wouldn't it be so fun <laughs> if Shayna spoils it for me on the show? So what is, like, the last thing that you know? Oh, also, if you haven't watched Loki yet, um, skip ahead, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I remember leaving off on was, okay, I will never forget. The, the issue was that I was watching this episode while I was making ramen, so I was multitasking. Um, but um, Mobius and Loki were, like, hugging goodbye as he was going back to the TVA. Okay. I don't remember how Elioth died though how they defeated him how did they defeat him so basically like i don't think defeating him is like the right word because he's still at large i'm pretty sure okay but you know there's like the classic loki or like the old one who's like basically his whole thing was that he went 
into space and that's how he got sent to the TVA is because he, he was his supposed brother. to Yeah, and he was yeah. supposed to die but never did. Yeah. And so they were like, "Oh. Yeah. He messed it up." Yeah. <laughs> and so basically he has the power to like create images or I don't know if it's really images or if it's like the actual thing. Oh, I did watch this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He yeah. like creates a whole like Asgard basically uh-huh. on the pruning island. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. but The pruning island, yeah. So, Eliath is attracted to, like, the biggest thing that's going to be on the island. That's what he's going to go after. So, mm. he created that so Eliath would be distracted. And while he was distracted, Sylvie and Loki worked together to um, enchant Eliath mm. into thinking that, like, there was nothing there. Or, like, well, basically, Eliath catches classic Loki, old Loki, and kills him. Mm. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, creating the thing. And they're, like, working on enchanting him. And, like... He's, like, he knows he's going to die. Like, he's, like, well aware that Eliath is going to get him. He's, like, creating the city. Then Eliath is, like, like gulping up the city uh-huh. and then finally reaches him. And as pretty much as soon as he reaches him, he's enchanted. Oh. So, like, he, they, like, just missed it. And then when he is enchanted, Sylvie and Loki, they bypass him and mm-hmm. go into whatever he's guarding, like, this land really know what it is but Mm -hmm. he so then he goes in there so that's kind of where i guess that episode leaves off is like where they're going into the new place like wherever Mm. whatever a life is guarding so what do you think what is your thought what did you think was going to happen at the end of this episode or just like at the end of loki i okay so i was really thinking about it but like when I talk to you and Fatima about, Fatima about it, I'm always like, oh, he, like, there's a Loki that is in charge of the TVA, or that's controlling the TVA. Um, I don't know that that's true, because I have heard conspiracy theories about how the, um, oh my god, I don't remember his name, but the villain in the comics of Ant-Man is one of the timekeepers, and so... The TVA is inside the quantum realm, and the timekeeper is going to be, or that timekeeper is going to be the villain for the next, the Quantum Mania mm-hmm. um, Ant Man. Um, so I thought it was a Loki, but I was like, maybe the timekeeper is a Loki, but I don't know. So that's your thought is that it's a Loki? Yeah. So basically, what happens when they get in there uh-huh. is they're like, Sylvie, they're like, okay, what's our plan? Like, we are in here now. We are at the, like, boss level. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. And Loki is kind of like, I don't know. I mean, this is kind of your mission. Because basically Sylvie's whole thing is that she's been running from the TVA her whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, She never got to have, like, a childhood because the TVA stole it from her. So she, like, is like, I'm going to abolish the TVA. Like, that's my plan. And they're finally there. And then this guy walks up, and he's like, hey, I am he who remains. Okay. So it's not a Loki. Who is that? So he who remains is in charge of the TVA. Oh. And, like, Sylvie's like, oh, so you're in charge of everything. And he's like, yeah. And then she tries to kill him. Oh. But, like. Is he a person? Yes. He's, like, a human well, he's not not a human. Like he has like powers and things like that. Yeah, but yeah, he's, but like, he's like human, a human. appearing yes. man. Okay. And so she's like, "Okay, great. Well, I'm gonna kill you." So and oh. then she like gets her thingy and she's like, Ching! but he like moves and like is always like, like just like teleporting to like different spots every time she tries to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "See, that's just the thing. 
you can't kill me. I know everything that's going to happen. Okay. So she, like, keeps trying. She's, like, throwing knives. She's, like, going to choke him out, things like that. But he moves out of the way every time because he's, like, I can see. It's kind of like how Doctor Strange, like, the way that I think about it is, you know how Doctor Strange was sitting there in Endgame and he's, like, okay, well, yeah. I thought of every possible way that this could end. Yeah. And there's only one way that we win. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. He knows everything that she's going to do mm-hmm. and he knows everything that sh- they're gonna say until the end of time okay <laughs> so but they're not supposed to be alive right so like see i i have such a hard time grasping like, the timeline because it's like okay so they're variants so this wasn't supposed to happen but it's happening so then how is you know I they think, <sighs> i think once the variants set their own path they've created a branch in the multiverse that he now knows so he's aware of every single branch yes. okay not just he's the timeline. aware of everything because he knows sylvie like you've been running from the tva your whole life trying to like get mm-hmm. away from them and things like that and he knows the tva is fake they're all variants mm. so then he's like sitting there and she's like you can't possibly know every single scenario and then he keeps, like, pulling out this sheet of paper of, like, things that she's going to say. She's like, well, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he tells him, like, the story of, like, the multiverse and what happened. Because the TVA, basically, their whole thing was, you know, the reason that there can't be variants is because it could create a multiversal war. And that's why they've been, like, trying so hard to keep all of, like, these branches closed and, like, going to get all these variants and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, he talks about what that is. So, there's, like, different variants of himself. So, he's, there's, like, a variant of himself that's, like, way, way in the past, like, mm. BC. And then there's, like, a variant of him that's, like, from the year 3000. And, like, all of these variants of himself. Mm-hmm. And basically, what he's saying was there was once, like, the multiverse was, like, open to everybody. And we tried to, like, share knowledge and all of this stuff to, like, help each other. And it was, you know... But then chaos broke out, and it could have ended the whole world, and so that's why I'm here. And he was like, I'm like a peaceful variant of myself, but there's other variants of me that want to end the whole world and, like, rule everything. Mm. And so he was like, see, that's why if you kill me, another one of my variants is going to come into play. Mm. And it- So all of his variants know of the entire timeline and... That's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure. That was one thing I was kind of confused about, is I don't understand if he is, like, the only variant that, of himself that, like, knows that. But basically he said, Sylvie, if you kill me, a worse version of myself is going to come and take my place. Mm-hmm. Or you two could take my place. Oh! Yeah, because he's like, I'm reaching towards the end of the things that I know. Mm-hmm. He's like, but... So he's aware that he's going to die at some point. Yeah, so he knows that he's either going to die or be able to... Because he's saying that he's reaching the end of the things that he knows. Uh-huh. He doesn't know why, but like, there, there's like going to come a point where it's like, I don't know anything anymore. That's where you two can take my place and you guys can know everything. And then I mm-hmm. can move on mm-hmm. and, like, go and be free. Mm-hmm. And then Loki, obviously. Was like, yes. Whole, yeah. His <laughs> whole thing is, like, he always wants to be in charge, wants to know everything. So mm-hmm. he's, like, like thinking about it. You can see him, like, the gears are turning. He's like, okay, if I rule the TVA, I rule everything. <laughs> yeah. And then Sylvie's like, no, I'm just going to kill you. Kill Loki? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was going to kill Loki. Who remains. Oh, why does she want to do that if there's a worse one? she's just like, I just don't even think, 
that like how do we know he's telling the truth um you know he just doesn't want to die and blah 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 and then loki's like but like we could have everything and then she's like i knew it like that's all you wanted the whole time is just to rule everything so then they start fighting Mm -hmm. and like all of this stuff is happening physically or verbally fighting physically verbally all of it okay yeah like getting very violent okay and then um there's like a point where he's sitting there he who remains Mm -hmm. and then he gets real quiet and starts like looking around and he's like i don't know what's gonna happen after this (gasps) oh dead (laughs) he's alive but he's oh but oh so he's alive but he's he's not supposed to be i don't know so he's like oh my god i don't know he's like i don't know anything anymore like something happened and the like it's like a timeline okay and people so this is just a theory Uh uh-huh but people have been saying if you play the last episode of loki and the last episode of wandavision at the same time at the same (gasps) time so it's like minute 27 in or something in loki Uh and he's just like starts looking around at that same time wanda maximoff is Uh turning into the scarlet witch are you joking? She took over. And so she's turning. And, you know, Agatha Harkness is like, there's not supposed to be somebody like She's you. a variant? I think so. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure cause Ab- Agatha Harkness is like, there's not supposed to, you're like, not supposed to exist. You're uh-huh. a Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witches can create anything they want out of their mind with no consequences. And you're not supposed to exist. Like, this is going to bring chaos into the world. And that she tells Wanda that. And Wanda's like, well, I'm over here glowing red. I don't know what you want me to do now. And at the, so if you play what? it at the same time, she's like all red and fiery and Scarlet Witch. And he's like, I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Are you joking? Nope. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that happens like side by side. I can't believe it. That's crazy. People are like, you know, it could be a coincidence, but I feel like. That, no, nothing is a coincidence in that MCU. Yeah. No. So then. But she would be a, she's a bad variant then? That's what people, so people say, I haven't personally read any of the comics, so I'm by no means like an expert on the Marvel world. I've like basically watched the movies and things like that. Like I'm not into, I haven't read the comics, so I don't know mm-hmm. everything. But people that have read the comics, I, I'm getting all my information from TikTok. Um, yeah, yeah. So people that have read the comics were like, okay, well, in the comics, there's like Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the timekeeper yeah. that I was talking about. Yeah. So people say that he who remains is like a version of Kang, oh, Kang the, the Conqueror. Conqueror. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so people were saying that Scarlet Witch, um, like she's one of Maximoff, and then she becomes Scarlet Witch, and Scarlet Witch is like evil. Oh, no. So, okay. that's one of the things is, I think in the comics, I don't know if they, like, ever try to defeat her or what, or if they just kind of are like, you're evil, but uh-huh. people, like, she's, like, not a good person. Okay, so, going into that, I mentioned in the last episode how I thought um, the, like, new creation of Vision was mm-hmm. going to become Vision since he had yeah. Vision's memories. So, do you think there's a possibility that she's bad, and then Vision comes and saves her? That's kind what i'm thinking because i feel like they're sort of setting her up to like, be a villain it's kind of ominous in there like yeah that last, that last of scene division you know she's sitting there 
reading through all of the ancient books from like the ancient ones uh-huh and like Wait. finding out all this stuff that she's not supposed to know yeah so okay in in loki they don't like after he doesn't know what's gonna happen they it doesn't like they don't know why in like if you so just watch they, they never say anything about the scarlet witch that's not talked about at all like the sacred so basically where he's sitting if you look behind him through a window you can see the sacred timeline okay and it's like just like the straight line the kind of glowy looking like it's in space type thing mm-hmm. then so this is the big the biggest part is like they're fighting and sylvie's like honestly screw you you're this has been my journey like this is what i want she kills him okay and then she has a tempad and she pushes loki into a portal loki goes through the portal uh-huh. and you don't see and the last thing you see after he she kills he who remains mm-hmm. you can see the sacred timeline and it's like was a straight line and then it's like pfft, like branching out all these lines coming out from it every which way uh-huh and then um that's like the last thing you see of like there so you don't really know what happens to Sylvie uh-huh or what happened in that room after he died uh-huh you just follow Loki as he goes through the portal from the tempad and then he's back in the TVA uh. and so he's like okay well I'm back in the TVA like what's going on he sees Mobius uh-huh. and I think Hunter B15 is who it is uh-huh. or is it Ravona I don't remember but he's like with there with somebody so he, loki goes running to them and he's like mobius like we we did it we defeated Elioth. we went and we found the guy who's like in charge his name is he who remains like um sylvie just killed him uh-huh. like we need to go over there we need to go back and then mobius is like who are you <gasps> no and then loki's like what are you talking about and then he turns around no, and there's he... a statue of Kang the Conqueror in the TVA. What? <laughs> and that's where it ends. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Just real quick, let's break this down. So Mobius doesn't know Loki because Loki went into one of the branches of the timeline that the TVA, he never went to the TVA? I would assume, I mean, like, basically they don't, say anything you just see him falling through and then all of a sudden mobius doesn't know him and then loki's like what and like looking around and then you see him catch kane the conqueror the statue yeah so so i'm assuming he probably like this branch timeline there's so many different things going. it's like the multi they're probably trying to imply that kane the conqueror is the variant that took over yeah um he who remains yeah but but if there's a multiverse, are there different ones? Are there different variants? Like Scarlet Witch is one, mm-hmm. and then King the Conqueror is another? <gasps> like, it could be. Who knows? That, yeah, it definitely could be. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, I have to go watch it. Yeah, you'll have to go watch it. Because I feel like some of it I probably left out. Because it's been a while since I watched it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was, like, the main thing. Is that Sylvie kills him. And she's like, I don't even care. I thought they were in love. Uh... Yeah. How did you feel about that? Okay. So I um, I always kind of felt like, okay, uh, there is a Loki romance that's not in character for him. Like, I always thought that mm-hmm. was, like, really dumb. 
but it would make more sense that it's like a version of him so that makes sense but i remember i think this has been like i because i don't remember when the interview was but i watched an interview with him where they were like like would there ever be a love interest for loki and he was like you know i think loki just uh loves himself a little too much (laughs) yeah and so then i was like okay so this has been in the works for a while probably what were your thoughts so I you thought like it was it? a little weird at first. Mm-hmm. Like, when it started happening, I was like... I will say, I don't think they, like, had chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know? But I don't... Maybe it was just me. It just... It felt like they, like, just looked at each other here and there, and yeah. they were like, love! Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, how much more is Loki gonna do, I guess? Because I don't see him being one... Then I don't think they should have pushed that storyline, mm-hmm. though, you know? It did make sense, because I guess they used it as a way to be, like... This is how they're getting out of this world that's ending. Yeah, and I do think that, like it was to show his like humanity or whatever. Mm-hmm. But is it really humanity when he's falling in love with himself? Yeah, and that's why <laughs> I thought it was funny when Mobius was like, "You are such a narcissist." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. One thing in in trending news as of two hours ago, it's a Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. <laughs> <gasps> why? She's suing Disney over the Black Widow streaming release. The suit alleges that Johansson's contract was breached when the studio released the Marvel movie on Disney Plus and in theaters on the same day. What? It breached her contract that Disney Plus put out the movie on the same day that it was in theaters. But doesn't Disney, like, own it? Yeah, I don't so know. So how does that, how does she have any power over that? Oh, the sources close to Johansson estimate that the decision to release the film concurrently on Disney Plus resulted in $50 million in lost bonuses. Yeah, that probably is true, because, I mean, if I got it on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. I could invite everybody to my house. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, yeah, it's $30 or something to, like, stream it. But then it's, like, less for yeah. the tickets that it would take yeah. for all of them to go. So I guess probably, yeah, if it wasn't on Disney+, Plus, there'd probably be way more people trying to buy tickets to the theater. Yeah. ScarJo. ScarJo. So she's suing. But oh, have they been doing okay. that kind of with everything lately? Yeah, they've been, do- I, like, with Mulan they did mm-hmm. that, um, which also I heard that movie was terrible, so. I, mean. I watched it. It was, like, it was fine. It they was? Had, it had some weird elements that it, the original movie didn't have. Like magic. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that because I knew they were taking out they were taking out the songs and mm-hmm. the oh love interest. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because they said that it was like disrespectful to the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, that he would fall in love with her or whatever. Yeah, or fall in love with. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> there, it was like the t- the talks about what what is his name Shang Shang Sh- yeah Shang mm-hmm. right. Yeah, there were talks about him, like, potentially being bisexual mm-hmm. because he was falling for Ping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was falling for Ping, and he was like, this is wrong. Like, I'm not. Yeah. But then he was like, oh, she's a girl. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Because <laughs> they kind of take that out, and then they don't really have um, the, uh, like, song. That, like, oh, nobody and Mushu. Sings. Yeah, Mushu's gone yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But in place of Mushu, mm-hmm. there's, like, a witch. Huh? But, like, well, not in place of Mushu, really. But it's like they thought Mushu was too, like... Comedic relief? Yeah. Yeah. And so Mushu is kind of, like, magical. Like, he's, like, the ancestor... Who, like, warrior. helps her out. 
guardian don't know dragon who, the guy who bangs the gong he wasn't yeah. supposed to go yeah <laughs> they were supposed to send a big dragon yeah. um but he's like that so that was kind of the magical aspect i guess of like the original Mulan okay. cartoon movie mm-hmm. but this one they don't have mushu mm-hmm. but they have you know the bad guy like the the Hun. Yeah. The I don't hun. know his name. The yeah. big guy is one. I don't yeah. Know. So basically, the leader of the Hun, they, uh, he has like a witch that's like working for her, him. Mm-hmm. And she's like this woman and she has like a bird or she can turn into, she can turn into a bird. She turns into like a falcon mm. to like go and peeve on people and like spy on them and see what's going on. And she like has powers and like. She can, like, make everybody fall asleep or something like that. Like, she has all these powers. And then she's, like, goes to Mulan, and that's kind of, like, her... They kind of, like, mirror each other. Like, both two women that are in this thing that they shouldn't be in, never respected by men. And then Hmm. they imply that Mulan also has powers. Oh. But she's, like, using them for good. And I guess, like, the witch, she was, like... You're just like me. I could teach you everything that I know, and you could join me because, like, these men that you're with will never accept you, mm. and they'll treat you like a witch when you're so much more. Yeah. And um, Mulan's like, no, you're working for the bad guy. Like, you're evil. Yeah. Like, I would never do that because I guess they're saying like using powers is like wrong, but like they use it for their gain. Uh-huh. And but they treat her like super badly, um. and um, she's like, "I could teach you everything. You and I could run away together." And she's like, "No, I'm gonna fight for my country." Um, somehow, I guess she does have these powers, but she uses them for like good, but uh-huh. not quite as strong as the witch because the witch has been like practicing the magic for like ever. Yeah. And then in the end, I guess the witch finds a way to re- relate to Mulan and is like, "You are me, but like you're doing it better or something." And then Ooh. she sacrifices herself for Mulan. Oh. Yeah. So there's, like, magic in it. Which okay. Which wasn't there before. But. Yeah. But I, I do think that, like, for Mulan, because I know, like, a lot of people weren't excited about it when they heard these, like, different aspects about it, mm-hmm. um, that it wasn't that big of a deal that it was on Disney+, Plus because nobody was really trying to watch it that much in the first place. But obviously, like, un- a Marvel movie being on Disney+, Plus is, like, kind of a big deal and oh the other thing that i was gonna say is that this is also trending because they just announced that hawkeye is gonna be a movie with um that one girl Haley Mm -hmm. steinfeld i'm just not into hawkeye yeah i'm not either i was never into him like that but florence pugh is coming back for that um i i haven't watched black widow yet i haven't either i don't know what her role really is going to be in that but um but now i guess people because they they announced hawkeye but they haven't given you word about miss marvel do you know about miss marvel like captain marvel no 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 miss marvel different different one she's a i don't okay i don't want to i don't want to mess up her identity but i'm pretty sure she is pakistani yeah she's like a middle eastern or indie i'm pretty sure she's middle eastern and they they've been like talking about this for a while like i don't really know her power like she's a big hand what (laughs) yeah i feel like that that's all i know about her um really is that she has a huge hand um but you know we're getting representation hey 
so that's what matters but everyone's like okay when is when is miss marvel gonna come out um so it's rumored to come out now in october of this yes um so it's august is what if i don't know what that is oh i think people were saying that one's like a animation oh okay kind of like into the spider-verse oh okay um and apparently that has chadwick boseman's last appearance yeah oh that's so sad because he like voices black panther in In what if Oh, okay, okay, so... So that's, like, kind of his, like, last thing that he's going to be a part of. Okay. In the MCU. So that's in August. Mm-hmm. And then September, Shang-Chi, with that guy from Kim's, Kim's Convenience that oh, Jess yeah. was telling us about. Mm-hmm. I don't... Simu? Simu is his name? Right? That's... I thought... Uh, is it Snake Guy? Is that what you're talking about? Right. Yeah? I thought that was the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Is it? I thought she was the one. She. I thought she told me that the guy from King's Convenience is in MCU now. Maybe he's in it. Or I maybe thought... they're two separate people. Because remember, I, I was confused. Yeah, because I thought it was... I forget what his name is. Wait, is Simu... Simu, Simu is he from Crazy Rich Asians? I don't know either of their I'm names. I'm pretty sure this guy, his name is um... Henry Golding. Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. He's, He's Snake Eye? Snake Eyes. From what is that? Is the movie called Snake Eyes? Yes, the movie oh, is okay. called Snake Eyes. So that's not coming out anytime soon. <laughs> that's 2021. Oh, it is? Uh-huh. July 23rd. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> it's already out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it says release date July 23rd, 2021. Okay, well, it's out okay. if anyone wants to go watch. Wait, so then is that not on Disney Plus? I'm sure it is. See, okay, my con- did, they, did they actually like screw? Well, because I'm sure her contract was written before COVID was even a thing that yeah, true. was even in the question. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, what exactly, what clause they could be breaking. Like, what what could they have written down that was like, yeah, we won't release it on. Oh, I yeah. guess we won't release it on streaming platforms. <laughs> it mm-hmm. could be a thing, like Netflix or something. Yeah, at the time. But, well, but then, I don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me because, like, I'm sure they've been, they've known that they were going to be on Disney+. Plus. Like, Disney+, Plus was going to be a streaming platform for a while. Yeah, because when we had Disney+, Plus before COVID, and there were Marvel movies on it. But I guess at that time, there had never been a movie that was, like, released, like, for streaming on Disney+. Her contract has probably been written up since Iron Man. Yeah, that's true. So... 20 dang they should have revised that yeah. a long time ago she's suing them for a lot I, I forgot the number but she's suing them for well she's also kind of problematic apparently really scarlett yeah, johansson i don't like her there's like a tiktok about <gasps> it stands to be one of the lowest grossing marvel films because it was on disney plus okay that kind of sucks yeah because she's like waited for years for her own movie yeah oh that kind of sucks Oh, no. I want to know how much she's suing them for, though. Because I guess, I mean, her paycheck comes out of, like, the revenue that they get from the movie, too, right? hmm So if they get less money, she doesn't get as much. So ScarJo has been problematic because lately. Of? So there was, like, a... Basically, I saw this on TikTok, but it was, like, a thing where it was, like, a video conference between, like, the... 
like directors and some of the actors and actresses in um, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And so, like a press. Conference. I don't know if it was a press conference or like if it was just like this is the movie and we're so thankful for these people. Oh, because okay. Scarlett Johansson goes on and she goes and she's like praising Joss Whedon. So Joss Whedon. I believe, directed some of the Marvel movies, directed some other movies, and he's, like, currently being, there's, like, alleged abuse by him. Oh. Um, he is, there's, like, controversy between him and, like, um, movies that are, like, predominantly, like, female leads, making the female sort of a supporting actress in her own movie. Mm. Um, they were saying, like, uh, she, he did that in another movie, and a lot of people weren't okay with it. So a lot of people find uh are like not happy with joss whedon i don't know the whole story behind him so she's sitting there in this thing and she's like and i just want to give so much thanks to joss whedon like he's such a pillar and like he's this great blah 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 he didn't do anything with her movie right i don't understand what his role was with black widow but you can see the other you can see florence Pugh mm-hmm. and stranger things guy and there's, david harbour yeah yeah and they're like like, Florence Pugh, when she starts talking about Joss Whedon, she was smiling, and then she immediately, like, drops her whole face as soon as she's, like, talking about Joss Whedon. Mm. So it's, like, something that clearly upsets, like, other people, too, like, in the franchise. Mm-hmm. And so all these fans were like, oh, my gosh, what is Scarlett Johansson doing? Like, why is she doing this? And she apparently did the same thing with another uh, Woody Allen and, like, praised him when he was apparently abusing his own child. <gasps> What is she doing? See, that's what people are saying that she's like super ignorant and like she doesn't care about anything well, because like, people called her out on it and she was like, "What? You guys are crazy! Like, I'm seriously getting backlash for like praising these people just because of like some alleged things." So, like, like what was her point in in praising him? Like, it kind of seems like she's just like trying to do well, it to yeah, be against the allegation, right? Because nobody else said anything about Joss Whedon, uh huh, and obviously to a point where it was like. Everyone else was kind of like, mm, girl. Mm-hmm. Because Florence Pugh was literally like, okay. Like, you could see it was kind of like, she was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, well, ScarJo getting herself into some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in other trending news, this is what I wanted to talk about earlier before I found out about the whole um, Scarlet suing people. Um, so, you have not been watching the Olympics. No. Uh, nobody has. I, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know really who's competing in anything. I know from TikTok there's a hot surfer boy. That's it. Cool. Uh-huh. And uh, I know there's, like, uh, cardboard beds. What? <laughs> like, the Olympians are sleeping on cardboard beds. Oh, and they're cool. like, oh, is it sex-proof? And they're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Um, that's all I know about the Olympics. Except I also know um, that Simone Biles... Um, withdrew from the Olympics recently. Um, do you know, like, all of the stuff surrounding, like, right before she withdrew that, like, everybody was talking about? I don't know what happened right before. Okay, so, like, basically, Simone Biles, it, it was very surprising for everyone who, um, found out that she withdrew from the Olympics because Simone Biles is considered, like, the front runner in the Olympics right now. Um, or was the front runner. um but before she was uh she withdrew um one of like the things that people were talking about was that she was pulling out these so like i don't know gymnast terms so i'm gonna pull out the stuff that i know for make it or break it but like i don't know right (laughs) but she had all of these like 
tricks, I'm going to say. I don't know if that's, like, the right thing to say. I don't know if oh, that's offensive. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So she had all these tricks that, like, literally nobody can do or, like, 1% of gymnasts can do. Less than 1% of mm-hmm. gymnasts can do. And so the starting value of these tricks are scored lower because the Olympic judges' table don't want to encourage other gymnasts to try it because they consider it dangerous. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't feel right when Simone Biles is doing these tricks and executing them very well. Mm-hmm. But recently, I think one of the things that she was talking about when she withdrew was that she really hasn't been on her A-game. And, like, um, like I mean, the pressure of, like, America is on her and, right. like, so many eyes are on her. So it makes sense. But, like, she has been... I don't want to say messing up because, like, I feel like that's inconsiderate of how well she's doing. Mm -hmm. But, like, she has been, like, not doing the best. Like, all of her landings have been kind of, like, off. I don't know if you saw her floor routine, but she um, stepped out of bounds. And it's literally Mm – because she always says she, like, has um, a problem controlling her power. Mm -hmm. Like, she's literally too powerful for the bounds of the Olympics. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, So she had, like, too much power. She flew off the floor. She was out of bounds, and then she stepped back. And even when she got penalized for being out of bounds, she was still the highest scoring of the day. She's on a whole other level. Truly. Um, But then, in her vault, uh, she was supposed to do a two and a half, and I was listening to Lori Hernandez Mm -hmm. um, voice, like, her commentary Mm -hmm. over it, and she was saying that in the two and a half, um, she fell short and she did a one and a half. And when she landed, she kept trying to go, which is why her landing was so rough. And she said, like, for messing up in the air and getting lost in the air and still being able to land, that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, she really could have been injured. And I think that vault was the reason that Simone Biles was like, like, okay, I maybe need to take a step back because I can injure myself because of how mm-hmm. nervous I am at this point. Um, so, yeah, she had to withdraw, which is a real shame, but, like, I think they became silver medalists, Mm -hmm. the team as a whole. Um, so, I mean, in the end of the day, it was fine, but I do think it sparked a lot of conversation about the, um, Olympic culture and, like, the pressure that is put on you to do well creates such, like, a negative effect on your mental health and nobody really equates a mental injury with a physical injury, Mm -hmm. like, because Michael Phelps also also withdrew a while ago, and people gave him a lot of crap for it. But like now that when Simone Biles withdrew, everybody was like, "This is what the issue is." Because I feel like mental health has like you know made strides mm-hmm. in modern day, and so like people have taken it a lot more seriously, mm-hmm. um, especially when like a mental health injury can result in a physical injury. Right. Um, but like a lot of things recently have kind of shown us that just everything that's happening with the Olympics is kind of sketchy sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were telling me about athlete a, mm-hmm. which I haven't watched, but I've heard of like the scandals behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to describe the stuff that happened in the movie? Yeah. So basically athlete a is a documentary that's on Netflix and it's a really good documentary. If you're thinking about watching it, I definitely would recommend it's very well done, but it follows Maggie Nichols, who, um, that's kind of how it starts out, is, like, her story. And basically, she was, um, training at the, like, Olympic Gymnastics Center with the Olympic Gymnastic coaches and, um, you know, all those people. And she was training alongside, like, Gabby Douglas, Simone Biles, uh, Allie Raisman, 
um, Lori Hernandez, like all these people that obviously we all know from the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And basically she was in line to be on the Olympic team. Like she was second or third best, like after Simone Biles and somebody else. Like she was like up there. And, but she did all of her training and she brings light in this movie to Larry Nasser, I believe is his name. Yeah, Larry Nasser. So Larry Nasser, um, he was the Olympic doctor that was working with the gymnastics team. And so basically they go into a lot about what goes on with these Olympic gymnasts or gymnasts that are training with the Olympic team and things like that. Um, just first of all, there's a lot of emotional abuse from their coaches. Um, they're very abrasive and kind of break them down mentally from what it seems like from all the testimonies from the different members of the team. And then Maggie Nichols goes and talks about how her experience with Larry Nasser and he sexually assaulted her. And she brought it to light and went to the coaches, went to the owner of the USA Olympic gymnastics team and was like, hey, you know, this is happening. And they were like, oh, don't worry. We'll take care of it. Don't go to the police. We're going to keep this kind of contained because, you know, it could get really bad, um, you know, with the Olympics and everything. We don't want to ruin that for you guys. Kind of making it seem like, oh, don't worry. Like, it's handled. But then she comes back again. He's still there. Like, obviously nothing's been done. And she goes to other members of the team and is like, you know, something's not right. You know, this can't be happening. And... They're all like, oh, well, he does that to us, too. Like, you know, we just thought... So, basically, the reason why... Because she kind of talks about it. Maggie Nichols is like, well, a lot of people were like, how do you not know that this is happening to you? And that was a lot of the backlash that she got from people when she originally told her story. And he, Larry Nasser, created a lot of different ways to explain his behavior. Mm-hmm. Um ultimately being like, oh, well, I'm a doctor, you know, you just don't get it because you're not a doctor. And he would say, you know, oh, I'm going to actually have to do this in order to stretch this part. It's like a medical procedure that we're doing. And he would, you know, do these horrible things to these women and find his way to be like, oh, it's like for medical reasons. And so that's why a lot of them never spoke up about it because they were like, okay, well, he said that it's for us medically like so we can perform better you know and he there are people saying that even with like underage like they're all pretty much underage but the some of the younger girls like their parents would come with them and he would do these kinds of things in front of them like Mm. in front of the parents because he would just be like oh well i'm a doctor and so this is even when he was being investigated he would use that against like, the lawyers that were working on this case and be like, well, obviously you didn't go to medical school. But, I hate that. Yeah, you didn't go to medical school, but doing this helps this and X, Y, Z and, like, all of these things and, like, ultimately ruin these girls' lives, like, you know, cause these such traumatic experiences mm. for them from such a young age just because they were trying to complete, like, this lifelong dream of going to the Olympics. And so... Ultimately, Maggie Nichols' story is that she had come forward to a bunch of people in the USA Olympic gymnastics team, like, higher-ups, and basically told them what was happening, and nobody did anything about it. Mm -hmm. And 
um, alongside that, she had the scores and the skill to go to the Olympics. But when it came down to it, so basically they kind of all do their, they have like their own competition from what it seems like in the, like within the USA Olympics te or gymnastics team. Um, and they kind of compete and figure out, you know, who is the best of the best that's going to go to the Olympics. Her scores and her thing, she was set to go and they didn't take her mm -hmm. because she came forward about everything because she was like, there was no way that I wouldn't have gone. Mm hmm and she was like, not even as an alternate, they didn't send me. And it's because she came forward about everything. And then she went to court and all Simone Biles testified against Larry Nasser, Allie Raisman, um, just to name a few. There was hundreds of women that were part of the USA Gymnastics world that came forward mm -hmm. about Larry Nasser. And I think... You know, the way that they didn't receive support from the organization really probably was a lot, maybe a lot of the reason why Simone Biles doesn't want to be, I would, I would understand if she doesn't want to be associated with it anymore and wants to take a step back because nobody had their back mm -hmm. when they asked for help. Yeah. I, I also think like Simone Biles like was talking about it in an interview recently about how she feels like just like the system that the Olympics is kind of founded on is just unjust and unfair. Mm -hmm. um, like, I mean, with her point thing, that's that's also, like, just a huge example of how right. it's not really working in her favor. But then, like, also, the way that they handle things, like, I understand the, the eyes of America are on them, but that shouldn't that make them want to, like, force him to take responsibility to show that, like, oh, yeah, we care about our Olympians, right. you know? But... I don't know. I feel like just recently you, like, people have found out a lot about the Olympics mm -hmm. and, like, it's not really... I mean, I know that that's not why people aren't watching the Olympics. Yeah. It's just, like, nobody's interested right now. But I, I do think, like, people are less inclined to support them mm -hmm. when, you know, these kinds of things um, come forward. Okay, so uh, we have to start wrapping up now as... Shayna has plans tonight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's not just go ahead and act like I'm just like, okay, I'm leaving. You are, though. You are leaving. Okay. But, but, <laughs> but it's okay. We we have had, like, a, a very long and productive conversation. Yeah. Um, and to those of you who don't know, we've done this <laughs> before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't mention this at all, but we did this because uh, I, I, I mentioned it last episode that I had made two episodes, that second episode being with Shayna. Um, we did it remotely, so it was, mm -hmm. like, through uh, a website thing. Um, and literally, all the things that could have gone wrong went wrong. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely a lot of stress on Ashley, and she went through a lot of work to try to make it work, but it, didn't. it was just not manageable. <laughs> yeah. It was every five seconds, mine would stop recording, or then hers would stop recording, or then we couldn't hear each other, or she yeah. was buffering, and I was buffering. But we talked about The Bachelor, and, like, who even cares? Literally. <laughs> literally. Like, Mad James was so boring, and now we're not even watching The Bachelorette. Yeah, I am not watching Katie's season. Yeah. Sorry, girl. I, I think I'll watch Michelle's season, because I think I like her more. Mm -hmm. Like, Katie, like... She's, she's fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't really like... I, like, I did like how she, like, stood up for other people in her season and everything like that, but I don't know that I like her enough. Like, I don't know that I wanted to watch a whole yeah, like, season, season surrounding her. her. Yeah. 
so yeah, we would have talked about that if we were interested at all, but we're not. Yeah, no. Um, so <laughs> uh, now that we've, I actually am very happy with the fact that we did decided to yeah. redo it because I don't feel like that was anything compared to this. Yeah. This is- <laughs> Far better. Yeah, far better. Watch people be like, but this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listening up to this point. <laughs> uh, but to wrap up, you guys know that I am trying to do this thing. Do you have any suggestions for the name of this? I was like, oh, Ashley's Obsessions or um, what was the other thing I said? Oh, Chaco's Corner. I don't like that. Yeah, no. Um, I said something when we went to the store today. I said something and it was different. It wasn't Ashley's Obsessions. You just asked me what I'm obsessed with. No, no, no. But I, I named it this part of the thing. Well, <laughs> I, uh, you know, the obsession thingy. Somebody give me a name, please. Text me. <laughs> um, but Shayna, recently, what have you been obsessed with? Anything in pop culture, just generally speaking, something that you've been really into as of late. Mm-hmm. So, TV show-wise, I've been watching, like, all the Marvel TV shows. Yeah, so yeah, We yeah. talked about that already. Mm-hmm. But, I recently procured, procured a Nintendo Switch. Yeah! <laughs> and, um, it's something I've been wanting for, like, a really long time, but it's kind of expanse. Yeah. So I never got one. But she has a big girl job now. Or not anymore. Yeah. I mean... Well, not that I got fired. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted to put that out there. I didn't get fired. Um, it just was my time to go because I have to go back to Oklahoma. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, she's doing really good in the job that she had seasonally. Yes, seasonally yeah, seasonally is my seasonal job. Seasonal job. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here for the holidays. Here for the holidays. Um, but she's making big bucks. Yeah. So then I bought a Switch, and I love a cozy game. That's, right. That is um, Jessica Duty introduced me to the cozy game world. So, shout out Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm trying to make a lot of money, buy some fish, sell some fish. She got a whale shark today. Yes, I did. I caught a whale shark today. It's now in my aquarium because I've caught sharks before, but I was so, I needed money because I didn't have any money to like build anything on my island. And I didn't really understand a lot of like what to do outside of, like, getting money to, like, build houses and things like that. Mm-hmm. My island is, like, very beginner level right now because I haven't had it for that long. It's only two stars. Mm. But, <laughs> so, yeah, I've caught a whale shark today. I put it in my aquarium. He's he's swimming. You, you had another one that you sold, right? Yes. Yeah. I caught a whale shark before, and I sold it for money on the Animal Crossing Did market. you sell all of the fish that I caught? Yes, I did. I kept one of them and put in my aquarium. Was it the one that I put in the aquarium? Oh, did you put it in the aquarium? I put one. It was like a gooby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's in the aquarium. I sold everything that I already had in the aquarium because mm. now I'm trying to like put things in my museum because originally I didn't really care what was in my museum because mm. I was just like, I need money. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, I probably should have kept some of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm working on my island building it you know if you ever want to come to my island we'll just hang out and i'll invite you mm. um i don't have a switch so yeah that, not but. you <gasps> anyone else all right out there in the all world right. okay i oh i played the other day on her island yeah she's not very good at it listen <laughs> yeah i it was not the best i was just learning the controls it was my first day put me on right now i'd be great okay uh, yeah i would it would be great i promise um 
I want to switch, but uh, I don't have a big girl job. So <laughs> I have parents who have big boy and big girl jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Animal Crossing is a great game. What would you recommend it out of 10? Mm. Well, right now it's my favorite game, so I would say 10. <gasps> 10 out of but 10? I also don't really have many. I, I just got my Switch. So I haven't really played around on many other games. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love Animal Crossing. It's nice because, you know, I'm an only child, so I don't, like, if nobody's over, I don't mm. have anyone to play anything with. So, like, you know, those, like, I love Smash, but it's not as fun by yourself. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> um, so, like, it's nice because I can just, like, sit, run around my island, build mm-hmm. some stuff, catch some fish, catch, catch some bugs. Fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, butterflies. Yeah, butterflies. Yeah. Butterfly. Wisp spirit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like Animal Crossing. It's a nice, like, it's relaxing. Like, it's mm-hmm. never stressful, so yeah. I like it. So 10 out of 10 for you. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing. Um, well, something that I have been wanting to recommend, because this has been kind of my obsession as of late, I feel, I don't know why, but I feel like I already did this, but I didn't. I, like, like recommended this to the podcast, which I didn't. Okay. Uh, but I think I've just rec- been recommending it to so many people that mm-hmm. it's, like, it's feeling, like, second nature to me. There's this, it's basically a show for me at this point. But there is this um, YouTube channel called JCS Criminal Psychology. Mm-hmm. And as probably all of you know, I'm very into, like, forensic psychology, as that is uh, what I want to do with my life, and criminal psychology, and, like, criminal profiling, Right. So, basically, this YouTube channel takes real-life cases and, like, real-life people um, and usually takes their interrogation tapes and psychoanalyzes their behaviors in their interrogation, and it is crazy. Like, do you remember um, Nicholas Cruz from the Parkland shooting in, like, 20... I don't know, the year. Mm -hmm. But a while ago? Okay. So, when he was... um, detained he started acting like he was insane and he was hearing voices and there were like demons in his head and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but by psychoanalysis they were able to realize like this is an act you know like they were able to like confirm it was an act because this is is insane to me they get such minute details to figure out what he's thinking in his head because he was like he was like in the interrogation room by himself right but he knew there's a camera on him he kept looking straight at the camera and so he was like going around pretending that he was like seeing things and like hearing voices Mm -hmm. and stuff but then like there's a split oh also he was pretending that he was like wanting to kill himself and like wanting to self-injure but Mm -hmm. like they were also psychoanalyzing that and being like, he's not actually mm-hmm. wanting to self-harm. He's just trying to appear like yeah. he is really remorseful for the, this stuff mm-hmm. when he's not. Because there's a moment where he was like, he was like crouching down with his like head in his hands. And then he looks up at the camera and he like moves his hands into this position where he's like holding the shotgun and it's a, like a millisecond that he does that. And then he goes back to like pretending to shoot himself in the head. And they were like, he was, in that millisecond that he was pretending to hold a shotgun, he was like reminiscing and proud of his work in the shooting. 
Oh my gosh, that's so creepy. Right? But it's like cool, but like also it's, it's like very people are creepy. so scary. Yeah, right? People are terrifying. I know. And like like there's like a lot of cases on if you go actually they're not that many. There's like I would say like 20, mm-hmm. 25 mm-hmm. uh videos on there, but they're like a lot of different cases that you can go watch. It it's very interesting. I highly recommend it. Um there's also like a lot of like um some, actually most of them are like infamous killers. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I highly recommend, I would give it a 9 out of 10 just because sometimes it's hard to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't really want to um, feel scared for the day, maybe yeah. don't watch it. <laughs> but, Ashley but is really a good. fan of watching the scary things. I am. I like the scaries. She does. Um, I like them sometimes. Sometimes it's too much, though. Sometimes it is too much, but sometimes it's heartwarming. <laughs> we used to always just give each other, give ourselves the creepy crawlies. Oh my god, wait, can I give this anecdote? Do you yes. know what I'm about to yeah, talk about? I yeah. So me and Shayna once, we were on my computer, like my like mom's computer, mm-hmm. and we were watching like YouTube videos and we just went down like the YouTube rabbit hole, like that you go down like 20, like 2008. It was yeah. like before like we YouTube were like 100% was really... in elementary school. Yeah, we were in elementary school and we were just going down this YouTube rabbit hole. We found like a video of this kid riding a snake and the snake turns around and eats the kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like dark dark things. things. But then we get to this <laughs> we get to this video of um it was like a tribute to Steve Irwin. Yeah, and I'm a big Animal Planet girl. Yeah. Um me and my dad used to always watch The Crocodile Hunter <laughs> growing up. And so did you watch The Crocodile Hunter? I watched episodes. I didn't watch it like religiously. I watched all. it a lot. So yeah. then we were like, oh my gosh, we have to watch this. Um yeah, Shayna was definitely the one who clicked on it, so I blame her. Okay, but uh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So it started as this like like this journey through the ocean like the camera was like going through the ocean and it was like really quiet and there was like music playing and it was like, oh, in memory of Steve Irwin. And for some reason this video was like, oh let me scare them and gave a jump scare of a bloody Steve Irwin's face. Mm-hmm. And and we flipped out. Yeah, because I think before that, even it was started like kind of talking about what happened to him. How he oh, was, was it? Stung by the stingray. Could we read? Oh, it was like talking. Yeah. Oh, and I don't remember that. We could read. We were like in probably like first or second grade. Okay. And so yeah, because we lived here, so we had to be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We it was here, yeah. And um, yeah, I. It started talking about his stingray attack, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, man, Steve. <laughs> oh, all right, P-Man. <laughs> yeah, we were like, oh. <laughs> and then it was like, ah! And it was like Steve Irwin, and we were like, ah! <laughs> And, like, cry- like, screaming, and then, like, her mom had We, to like, come. ran through the house. <laughs> and then her mom was like, what are you guys doing? And we were like, we just saw the scariest video. And mm. then both of us were banned YouTube, <laughs> yeah, for like months, like yeah. because she was getting nightmares, I was getting nightmares, yeah, it was too much, it was yeah. too much for the brains of like, how old are you then? Like a seven, seven eight, eight, yeah, ish yeah. year old, so it was too much, too much, and so. yeah, so then both of our parents were like, because I would come here after school, every here being Ashley's house, yeah, <laughs> um, every day after school, we would her parents would pick her, pick us up, or We'd ride the bus, and we'd come here, because my parents worked. So we hung out pretty much every day after school, and we could no longer 
Watch YouTube. Yep, and then it took me a while before I was able to watch YouTube again. <laughs> <laughs> traumatized. It was really. very traumatizing. But yes, that is that was just an, a little anecdote to leave you guys on to think about in yeah, your bed spice. tonight. <laughs> Just a little spice. Just a little spice. But I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. this episode. I yeah. hope it felt like you were in the room with us. Yeah. Thanks for letting me be your first guest. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, so mushy. Ah. <laughs> but I will see all of you guys listening in the very next episode. <gasps> Goodbye. Bye.